0: Police Commissioner, and good morning to you. Were you good morning. You, you're just doing some old-fashioned police work this morning. We weren't oh, sure just, you were going to get you at one point.
1: Just trying to get to work this morning and uh, just stumbled across a situation where uh, someone had fallen off a stolen motorcycle and, and done a runner. So um, don't get too excited. They didn't chase after them. But uh, made sure that the the people who had stopped uh, were able to be assisted with, with patrols.
0: Well, oh, wow. You, you rendered assistance.
1: Oh. In a very cursory way. Uh, <laughs> we, we did make we did make sure we got a dog patrol there and a another patrol to, to deal with the stolen motorcycle and get some details. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think this person might have slipped through the, the net at this stage, but we'll see what happens.
2: You no, know, I'm sure the boys and girls in blue are out there still trying to find him, Commissioner. So the big news, obviously, uh, yesterday was the release of the report by one of your, your predecessors, Mal Hyde, into child protection. What are the implications of that report for, for policing, do you believe?
1: I think there's uh, there's a couple of areas that uh, impact on South Australia Police from that report, and one of them is um, uh, a recommendation from Mao that uh, we examine the process for uh, doing welfare checks as police officers when we get uh, a request from Child Protection Services. And that's a that's a recommendation we're very happy to accept. Um, police officers have some basic training in being, being able to assess um, the, the situation Uh, that relates to the welfare of a child when they're requested to attend but we're not experts in that space so we'll be having a look at that process in terms of uh, when we do a welfare check uh, making sure that police are being used as a last resort and that the information we provide back to child protection services is formally recorded and provided in a meaningful way but i do have concerns about um the implications of police officers having to do that sort of work when we're not trained to do it
2: well i must put police in a in a difficult position because I mean, is there some sort of tiered system whereby normally it's people from child protection, like public servants who are doing the checks, but then does it get to a a level of seriousness where they think actually this family looks like it's got some pretty major issues. We might need to get the police to do this check.
1: Well, it still remains the responsibility of child protection services, even in those situations where there's serious concerns about the welfare of a child. Police officers, um, should be used as a last resort. We should, we should be uh, responding when there's a, a concern about an imminent risk of harm. And I think that's well and truly within our set of obligations. And we're always available to assist child protection services staff if they have, if they have concerns about their own safety when they're attending a particular house. But these are ongoing regular Uh, visits to families that are undertaken by child protection services and and that's the way it should be. So
0: so just to be clear about that because the relationship between the departments I think is is a really interesting part of this The, the, the Hyde review found there were 500 children who could be living in danger so are those 500 essentially those where you don't have any other there's no other ongoing police investigation to the conduct of the families or people around them and they're the ones that have fallen through the cracks and there are other children that might be in vulnerable situations but in the course of normal policing, you're monitoring those households for be it criminal association or suspicion of criminal
1: behaviour. Okay, so the 500 that uh, is referred to in the, the Hyde report, um, that that's a list that's been produced as a result of some uh, analysis done by the Office for Data Analytics. So they've they've pumped in some key criteria, uh, indicators that might sort of suggest harm. And that, that list of criteria has produced 500 uh, children who are currently known to the Department for Child Protection Services. But that's about it. There's there's no. open case files on these children. So there's quite a bit of work to be done now to prioritise the, the checking process for this list of 500. And the, the Premier has asked me if I would provide a senior manager to coordinate that checking process. And that's what we've done. We've allocated a superintendent to that role. And that superintendent's being supported by one of our inspectors as well.
2: Good stuff. Commissioner Grant Stevens, thanks very much for joining us this morning.
1: Pleasure.